Welcome back to another unsavory episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I am Bav, your smooth, suave, spicy Satanist. And I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. Uh, So, Bav, I I guess the rapture didn't happen. I heard it was rescheduled. I mean, I wish the Christians would just fucking leave already. Society, like... Would finally progress. The planet would, you know, just oh, hundred yeah, percent agreed. Armageddon, tired of all these fake raptures. <laughs> Was that a rapture pun? Maybe punished. I haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> what did I ever do to deserve this? I have done nothing to you, sir. Shush, it's not the end of the world. This is this is torture. This is my hill. I, I just I. Oh, well, on today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking to Godless Granny from YouTube. Welcome What's up? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to our shit show. Well, thank you for having me. How are you today? Oh, we're doing fantastic. Fantastic, yeah, so far, you know. It is a Monday, though, but... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's true. It's been a very Monday Monday, so... (laughs) Is it the Monday? You got the case of the Monday. (laughs) (laughs) What? You you won't get that reference, it's fine. No, I don't don't get it. You don't get it, I don't watch movies or know anything. As people are watching this, it's going to be Satan's month. Oh, you're correct. See, it's the best month. This is why I love October. Like, it's the best month. Mm-hmm. I just all year round, all year round. <laughs> you know, we forgot to to talk about Patreon really quick. Actually, mm. I wanted to really quickly say that if you want to support what we do here on this channel, you can support us by becoming a Patreon on Patreon.com. We have different tiers. We have Sinner. We have Heathen for six dollars six six cents. We'll give you a shout out on every episode. It is exhausting, but we'll do it just for you. <laughs> we also have Blasphemer for twenty dollars. You start getting swag. You get a shirt, a shirt. I'm uh, sorry, a sticker, a shirt, a poster, a hoodie. And if you like us more than we like ourselves, you can be on the diabolical level. We'll give you uh, whatever you want. Whatever you want. We will do things for you. Super shady Um, things. (laughs) God damn it. I will not do things for Klondike Bar, but I will do things for you as a patron on patreon.com. Or for chicken nuggies. You know, it's fine. (laughs) And that's patreon.com slash burning in 666. Love to hear it. And welcome to the show. And before we get to know you, do you know what time it is, Mel? It's the rapture. Don't know what, what time is it? <laughs> it's time for per tradition. We would love the, the guest, the unholy guest, to read the Bible verse of the day. What do you have for us? I have for you First Corinthians 7 4. Ooh. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body. But yields it to the wife. Huh? <laughs> All I imagine is just like just throwing our bodies just at each other, just randomly. Like, you're like, <laughs> my brain rot, you know. It's <laughs> here, take it. Yeah, please take it. I'm done with it. Like, <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> this is so odd. This, the whole fucking book is so odd. Like, God damn it. Uh, before we started, you said this kind of fucked you up uh, a little bit. Uh, wh- why? Why th- this verse? Well, because when you <laughs> couple that with the verse that a wife is supposed to be submissive to her husband, yeah, that means that the wife submits but does not request that her husband um, submit his body. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Let's just say I don't like sex. That's okay. Fair. That's fair. Yep. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, 
that was the bottle verse of the day. All right, thank you. I'm for not sharing. giving my body to anybody like that. Just like <laughs> no, I just like flail. You know, just here, take it. <laughs> but now, if you become a supporter on Patreon.com, <laughs> we will. We... <laughs> You'll throw your body at well, yeah, We will flail our bodies to, towards but, you. But only at the blasphemer or diabolical levels. Uh, mm. be, be, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. You below know. that, 20 bucks is 20 <laughs> we're, we're very cheap dates, so it's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, so we, we would love to get to know you. Um, can you tell us uh, your story, basically, of how you were religious and how you got where you are today, like a filthy, filthy heathen you are. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a very meandering journey because Ooh. I was born into a family that was Catholic. Okay. But my parents left the Catholic church when I was seven. Mm. Um, and my dad became more kind of agnostic. My mom was, my mom had a very strange system of belief, which was she was atheist Oh. But if you're not an atheist, then you have to be Catholic because Catholic is the one true faith. Of course, naturally. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so I was I was primarily raised agnostic, but at 16 I became a, a believer. I, I oh. accepted Christ and I became a an evangelical believer. And I was an evangelical believer for 42 years. No oh, shit. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I attended quite a number of different churches, partly because when I was married, my husband was active duty army for the first 13 years of our marriage. And so we moved around a lot. Um, we were both born and raised in Wisconsin and we went to an evangelical free church, but his first posting was in Texas and evangelical free church is exclusive to the northern part north midwest part of the country there were no such churches down in down in texas mm -hmm. and so then we ended up with the baptist church and um we were in baptist churches for quite a while until when we moved to indiana a number of people recommended a mennonite church and so we went to an evangelical oh. mennonite church for a few years and then uh, our best friends in that church left to go over to a congregational church that was Calvinist oh, and wow. we were convinced that Calvinism was, was a more correct understanding of the Bible. So then we were Calvinists. And then when we moved to Alabama, um, we could not find a church that was really quite clicked with what we wanted, but the closest we could find was the Presbyterian church. So mm -hmm. then we were Presbyterian for a while, but the Presbyterian church was way on the other end of town and it got to be a pain in the neck trying to, to drive there all the time. So we wanted something closer. So we ended up back at the Baptist church for a while. Oh my God. Look at you. Church hopping. Yeah. Church hopping. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally it just checked the whole thing. So you said yeah. you joined the faith at age 16. What happened? Did you... Have a friend um, that got you into it or something? Have you ever heard of the I Found It movement of the 1970s? No. Okay. It, it was a huge deal. There, a lot of people were had bumper stickers on their cars that said, I found it. I found oh. it. And that was an evangelical movement. I believe it was started by Billy Graham, but I'm not sure uh, about that. But there were a lot of crusades trying to draw in young people and encourage young people to share with their friends. Well, I'm a third generation of that. There was there was a guy that went to one of those rallies with a friend and he got saved and he told a friend of his who told me. Mm -hmm. And it's it the story of how he got me into faith is is really kind of funny. Um I was a sophomore in high school and in my English class the English teacher passed out a bunch of self-paced books and said here, do this. If you need anything, I'll be in the back of the room. Mm. And <laughs> that was the <laughs> uh, And um, we were seated in alphabetical order. Mm. And my last name started with an O. It was before I was married. Mm. And his last name started with an M. And so I was seated right behind him. And um, he was all gung-ho about his newfound faith. And he had to tell somebody... 
and I was the most convenient target, and this was the most convenient class. You're right. Because the teacher didn't do anything. So right. he took all my books away and told me, you're going to sit there and you're going to listen to me. And he proceeded to tell me about the gospel. And I was too embarrassed to go and tell the teacher that that this guy had taken my books and I couldn't do my work. Right. So I just sat there and, and he told me some really weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was a new Christian. He didn't know the Bible yet. Um, mm. He he told me that when Adam and Eve, um, you know, that they had Cain and Abel. And after Cain killed Abel, the only people left on earth were Eve and um, and uh, Cain. Mm -hmm. So Cain then had sex with Eve. And that's where the rest of the world came from. Let's <laughs> fuck mom. Yeah. Incest <laughs> is the best. Wow. It's God's way. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> But the reason <laughs> it reached me was because I was actually at a very low point in my life at that mm. point. Um, I was beginning the soul searching that a person does when they're entering young adulthood. And I was unable to find any purpose to life. Mm. And I was seriously contemplating suicide. I mm. had a razor blade hidden in my bedroom just waiting for a time when I knew the house would be empty long enough that I could get it done and no one would find me before I was dead. Right. And so when he told me that there was an empty place in my life that God could fill and that, I, you know, this is what I needed. It resonated with me because that's exactly what I was feeling was that I needed mm. something. Right. And yeah. I had never shared that with anybody. I mean, to this day, my parents don't, well, my parents are dead now, but I never told my parents about that. Um, I never told anyone, I, I I've shared this story with a number of people, but at mm -hmm. the time I never shared it with anyone. So for yeah. him to know that I really felt like God had spoken to him and told him that and that's why it's so, mm -hmm. and that's why I converted to the religion. Wow. Um, in 1984, um, well, I was married in 82 and then in 1984, my husband and I lost our first child. Um, I We had a stillborn. And mm -hmm. that was the biggest crisis of my life. Um, there were a lot of things that surrounded that. First of all, um, we had been stationed at Fort Hood. But uh, my husband was sent to Fort Knox for a six-month course. Fort Knox is in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And um, so we arrived in Fort Knox with me seven months pregnant, and we didn't know anybody. Oh, and yeah. then just a couple weeks later, the baby died. There was also a lot of medical malpractice that went on. Mm -hmm. uh, um, the biggest thing was that my doctor wanted me to carry the baby, even though we knew it was dead. Um, Holy fuck. Wow. Until I went into labor naturally. Now, my mother is a neonatal intensive care nurse, or at least she was at the time. Mm -hmm. And she did not think that was right. So she went and checked with some of the OB doctors and they said, no, you don't carry a dead right. baby. The baby will start to emaciate, will start to decompose, and that could kill her. Yeah. Right. Um, so when I asked my doctor about it, he got mad and stormed out of the room. <laughs> and I never saw him again. Oh. Mm. <laughs> he went for milk and then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. There's a oh, lot. You hurt his feelings. Yeah. How I dare you question him? him. Exactly. Like, exactly. A woman questioning his authority. Right. Mm -hmm. His knowledge. His well, medical I, degree. I'm glad you never saw him again because holy shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So do you well, just sit there in the exam room like, yo, better. so now what happens? <laughs> that's, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, needless to say, I started really searching my faith. And mm. one of the, the things that had really impressed me as I began to develop my faith as a, as a freshman and sophomore in college um, Josh McDowell came and spoke to at, at our college and I, I went to his rally 
And one of the things that he said in his book, Evidence That Demands a Verdict, which I bought after seeing him, mm-hmm. was no archaeological discovery has ever disproven anything in the Bible. I now know that not only is that not true, it wasn't even true when he wrote that. Mm-hmm. And I have to wonder, was he sloppy or was he lying? I really think he was sloppy. I, yeah. I don't think that he was intentionally lying. I think he just, yeah. someone told him that and he believed it and never bothered to check it, Yeah, which is what we usually get from the apologists. So yeah. anyway, I had that weighing very heavily on my mind. And with that, I said, you know, what, what reason is there for me to believe that God's out there after taking my baby? And the answer that I came up with was the Bible is true. Mm-hmm. And as long as the Bible is true, I will hold to this and I will, you know, this, this is my faith. And I will just trust mm-hmm. that, that God somehow has something good to come out of this. And I held to that for a very long time, decades. Um, but because I had identified that as the bedrock of my faith, once someone broke that bedrock, there was nothing left to hold to. And the whole thing Damn. collapsed quite suddenly, like a wow. house of cards. And the thing that collapsed it was my son, who at that time was 17 or 18. Uh, he was a senior in high school. And he told me, Mom, you know, Noah's flood didn't happen. Uh- <laughs> Really? What, what, do you, what do you mean? Of course Noah's flood happened. And, oh, and he said, Mom, for one thing, the methane gas from the poop would have killed all the animals. True. Right. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they got ventilation. They, uh, God right. magic. So <laughs> yeah. As soon as my son left the room, because I'm the adult, I'm the one that knows it, I looked it up on the internet. And I found two websites confirming what my son said. And so then my son showed me a video of the ARC protest from, I don't remember what year it was. I've got it somewhere. I think this is recent then, huh? Not oh, so yeah. Long. Oh, yeah. yeah. This was just a few years ago. Oh, wow. And the first thing that really caught my attention was the banner that said, Genocide and Incest Park. And that made me mad. I said, mm-hmm. this is not a genocide. Yeah, I guess it is a genocide. (laughs) If you put it that way. Yeah. (laughs) There's no ins. Yeah, I guess there is. (laughs) But I had never thought of it that way. Yep. But the thing that really was the kicker was Aaron Ra getting up on that video and saying, we know the flood didn't happen. Not just that it couldn't happen. That yeah. it didn't happen. Uh-huh. And we know this from biology, geology, history. Mm. And then it clicked. Mm. As soon as he said history, it clicked. Mm. Because I knew from studying history that right. we can look at the ancient civilizations, China in particular, mm-hmm. and see the culture that they had before and after the alleged flood. And there's no break for a flood and even if there was a complete wipeout of the people the new people that came and moved in started up with the same culture the same art style the same literature well they had really good incest yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and so instantly i knew he's right God damn it, he's right. The flood <laughs> didn't happen. Big shout out to Aaron Ra. And if the flood didn't right. happen, the Bible isn't inerrant. And if the Bible isn't inerrant, I have nothing. Mm. I have no reason to believe that there is a God. Holy shit. Yeah, it happened quite instantly. Now, there is one more piece to the story mm-hmm. um, that I kind of skipped over. And that is about two weeks before that, I was just contemplating the Apostle Paul. Mm -hmm. And I reasoned my way into what I didn't know at the time, but I've since been told by some some philosophy people that I reasoned my way into the divine hiddenness problem, Um, which was I was thinking about Paul, that 
if God can appear to him and tell him who he is, why can't he do that to anybody? And if the answer is he can't, well, then God isn't omnipotent. Right. If the yep. answer is he doesn't want to, then God isn't all loving. He's a dick. He's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so yeah. at that point, I kind of, I, I pivoted my faith a bit to kind of universalism. And I kind of came up with my mm. own theology that, that everybody will have an opportunity after death to either accept or reject God after being given full disclosure of what that decision means. Mm. You know, that that's the only thing that's fair. I mean, if God really wants us to make a choice for him or against him, he's got to tell us all about who he is and right. what the choice entails. I mean, right. if it's not an informed choice, it's not a choice. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I kind of pivoted to universalism. And then like two weeks later, the whole thing with Noah's Ark happened. And then you know, oh, the no. House of Cards collapsed. <laughs> I guess I'm an atheist now. <laughs> How did that feel? Did did you feel like weight off your shoulders? Did you feel relieved? Did you feel scared? None of the above. No. I felt I felt somewhat embarrassed. Oh. That I had been so duped. Ah, uh, yeah. I felt um mm -hmm. I felt relieved that there's no god out there that I have to try to please. Mm. Yeah. Um, but mostly I just felt like, you mean I wasted 42 years of my life pursuing this God that was never there? Mm. God, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, wow. th th there's a reason why like, we have that, that angry face because you were lied to for so many fucking years you know i would mm -hmm. be pissed off you know mm -hmm. um but yeah no absolutely that's did you all... have any sort of anger at some point i didn't feel like i was angry but on the other hand when i look back now i think there there definitely was some anger okay yeah, yeah. also some people go through a i guess you could call it a grieving process right because yeah. they, they're losing part of their identity did you go the through one... something like that not exactly, but there was one thing I was really afraid of, and that was I was afraid to go outside because hmm. I felt like, you know, whenever I would go out for a walk, I would always tell myself, oh, look at the wonderful things that God has made. Look Isn't at the trees. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I thought, I'm never going to be able to do that again. When I go uh, outside, I'm not going to hmm. see the wonders of creation. Hmm. But one thing that was really interesting was the first time I did go outside and went for a walk, which was probably the next day. Um, and I looked around, I went, look at everything that evolved. That yep. all of this could happen from a natural process is mind-boggling. And it was interesting that not only was it not any less spectacular, it was actually more spectacular yeah. once I realized that this was all natural. Yeah. It's like, I still don't understand. It. I, like, it's, but it's still like, it's amazing. It's fucking, mm -hmm. oh God. Read a book, Mal. I do, sort of, kind of. <laughs> it takes me about a couple of tries to read a paragraph, but it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I totally get that. You know, I used to read all the time, and now it is so difficult. And there's 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 two issues. One is the interference that we get from social media oh, and yes. all the things that are after our attention. Right. As soon as you sit down with the book and you start reading. Somewhere in your mind, it's what's going on on Twitter. Yep. Are the kids yeah. okay? Yeah. Yep, what yep, am yep. I going to make for dinner today? Yep. And it's so hard to turn that off. The other half of it, yes. though, for me is physical. I used to enjoy so much putting my legs up on the couch next to me and leaning over with a hot cup of hot with a cup of hot chocolate and mm. reading a book. Mm. And I can't do that anymore because I'm so limited in how I can move. Oh. Um. I, I have scoliosis and oh, I had okay. scoliosis surgery 10 years ago and I'm fused from T10 down. I'm sorry. And Ouch. so I can't put my legs next to me. I can't lean over. Mm. Yeah. No break dancing for you. No break right. 
I can only read in two positions, mm -hmm. sitting straight up with the book on a table or laying flat on my back and holding the book up over me. Those are the only two positions oh. I can read in. Damn it. But 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 look at you. You can't even read. You don't know how to read. Shut right? up, Mel. <laughs> it could be worse, you know. Okay, Mel has to go. It's just gonna be you and I from now on. <laughs> <laughs> she she had to go make dinner. <laughs> Listen, I bring water, okay? I'm a terrible wife. It's fine. <laughs> hey, your body belongs to him, so <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I do have to go make dinner. <laughs> I hope he likes burnt grilled cheeses. <laughs> go give your body to your husband now. <laughs> I try, but he won't take it. <laughs> oh my it. god! God damn it! <laughs> Look so at strange. A. So strange. Yeah, like mm, weird. Weird book. So then, when did you start your YouTube? You said three years ago or so? Yeah, I started the YouTube channel just six months after my deconversion. Wow. Um, okay. I I started just absolutely sponging uh, atheist YouTube. Uh -huh. um, and be partly because I felt like there was so much out there that I didn't mm -hmm. know. Um, you know, I had... I had closed my mind off to anything that was not Christian. And right. I did that oh, okay. because my position was, okay, if they haven't started with this basic truth, how could they possibly know anything? And hmm. so I thought, yeah, there is so much out there that I do not know. So I just started yeah. just absolutely gulping everything I could find. And one of the things I watched was Shannon Q, who was oh, saying that. Oh, Shannon Q. Oh, shout out to Shannon yes. Q. We love Shannon. Shannon Q said, we don't have enough women atheists mm -hmm. on YouTube. True. And I said, well, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm retired. I could do that. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm also very fortunate. I live in the same town as Godless Engineer. Hey, oh, okay, all right. Shout out to Gutless Engineer. He's currently in Rome right now. I'm so jealous. Yes, I know. Oh, I those saw pictures. Really? Yep. Yep. I was there was it one year ago or two years ago? I guess oh, I can't remember, but I, I was there not too long ago. Nice. Man, I want to go over there at some point. I'm sure you'll get a chance. Oh, Gutless Engineer. I love him. Anyway, so I took Godless yeah. Engineer and Casey out to dinner and I asked him, you oh. know, how do you do it? And of mm. course, his big thing is stand up and use your voice. Yes. So he was more than happy to tell me what to do. And, you know, I just got so much help from so many people in the community. Nice. Um, one of the things that happened that I kind of stumbled onto some help from was um, it was right around the time when Shannon Q started the sexual hu uh, humanism um, yeah. religion. Right. <laughs> and so I was doing a lot of crochet at the time and I was crocheting while I was watching all this YouTube. And so I crocheted a blanket for Shannon Q and I crocheted all of the letters to spell out sexual humanism and sewed those onto the blanket and sent it to her. That's oh, amazing. I absolutely love the blanket. So when I started my channel, she asked Paul, and Paul asked Vice Rhino, and all three of them tweeted out that I was starting a new channel, oh. everybody watch, and I had 250 views in the first 24 hours. Of That's when amazing. I yeah. See? We, we don't even get to that number on one video. <laughs> I mean, we yes, been... we do sometimes. Sometimes. No. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, if anybody wants to help us, um, you know, we'll take you out to dinner, I guess. Um, we would. We absolutely would. Yeah. yeah. We'll have Beth pay the whole, you know, he'll take you out to dinner, not me. She'll give you her body to you. There you go. I'll just like throw it myself. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I have no money, but I got boobs. How do you think I'm married? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it does. Like, which is why I laugh. Like when Christian or like any religious like person says that like atheists don't have any type of morals or they're just like they just want to sin and we're just evil, evil people who eat babies. And it's like the last one maybe, but the rest no. You know, <laughs> like we are amazing people. Is like, that why you're an atheist, gutless granny? Because you just want to <laughs> sin. 
That's oh. right. Absolutely. That's I knew right. it. Where do you get your morals from? Hmm? <laughs> I'm sure you've been asked that. Have you? Oh, yeah. Of oh, yeah. You have. Oh, gosh. And, and of course, the answer is, cert well, certainly not the Bible. Mm? I mean, <laughs> the Bible says that slavery is okay and that and that women are property and that genocide is okay. And uh, I think my morals are a little better than that. Tiny bit. Tiny bit. <laughs> oh, Chris gets so mad when you say like, that. You know, it's like, I am more moral than your God. Literally. You know? it's I about, make a better but he's the standard of morality, you know. He, the standard is like super, like the show, it's super low. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like total shit show. <laughs> goodness um so you're obviously you're on youtube but are you on tiktok at all as well or no no i'm not don't do it it's i was horrible. like don't <laughs> it's it's a heaping pile of dumpster like it's it's, it's a love-hate relationship on just just like us like it's terrible <laughs> yeah we we get like the all slavery apologists and just mm -hmm. it's i'm pretty active yeah. on twitter though um, oh, oh really? gosh, that, that's a shit show. That is. Well, oh, one of the God. things I really like about Twitter is mm -hmm. when I have an idea for a new argument, I'll try it out there. Mm -hmm. And oh, okay. if I get absolutely clobbered and realize it was completely stupid, I won't put it into a video. <laughs> <laughs> Are you under just Gutless Granny? Mm -hmm. is, is that mm -hmm. the handle? Okay. Mm -hmm. I got to follow you then. There you are. I mostly um, dog John Piper and answers in Genesis and Ooh. John Piper, because when I was in that Calvinist church, our pastor practically worshiped John Piper. Um, oh. Our, our pastor was so picky about who he would allow in his, in his pulpit that mm -hmm. if he went on vacation, usually we did not have a guest pastor. We saw John Piper video. Okay. <laughs> Oy. And God. and now I look at Piper and he is so cringe. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, this yeah. did not come out at the time when I was still a believer, but you mm. know, he's got a video where he says that um you know it, he he was asked the question of what should a woman do if she's being abused. Uh-huh. And um, he says, well, it depends on what you mean by abuse. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if, if, if it's spiritual abuse, if he's asking her to sin, that no, she should not tolerate that. But if he's just hurting her, I mean, like if he just smacks her, then oh. yeah, she should endure that. Whoa, excuse <laughs> What the fuck? Mm. Yeah. That's weird. Ugh. Yeah. This is why I'm angry <laughs> shit, shit like that. You know, he's teaching that to the others. And mm, one of, of the things that I found really fascinating was when I had that reflection on the apostle Paul, one of the things that, that I did that I had never done before was I started thinking about what Calvinism meant mm. to people who were unbelievers. And because Calvinism says that God chooses the saved even before the foundation of the world. Yep. Right? Predestination. For the first right. time, yeah. Yeah. For the first time I thought about, well, that means he also chooses the damned to be damned even before he made them. Mm -hmm. And so since I, it, when, since when I've had the opportunity to talk to Calvinists um, since my deconversion and mm -hmm. I, I confront them with that very question, I've just been absolutely flabbergasted that they will admit to that. And mm -hmm. I said, well, what if you're, what if God didn't choose one of your children? What if one of your children is, was chosen to be damned? And, and the answer I keep getting from is I'm okay with that. Uh -huh. yeah. mm. Calvinists scare me. Calvinists yeah. scare me because of that yeah. thinking. Yeah. Because and they're I've okay with all of that. Yeah. Don't cool. ever let your kids hear that. Right. Right. Holy but, fuck. I, mm. <laughs> yeah, they, they normalize that. Um, yeah. What am I saying? That version, I guess, of interpretation of God where mm. he really isn't that loving after all, is he? And they actually like, admit that he's not and just, yeah, 
so what and like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so weird it's a slippery slope oh god yeah, they say god's everything humans are nothing so you know whatever he wants to do is right my so, makes right you said yeah. that you were oh <laughs> you were a part of a covenant church for a little bit you were saying right mm-hmm. um did you think that you had a chance at being one of the safe ones because oh i was i was yeah. completely Con- convinced, convinced that i was uh-huh. um, um because and and i did you know every once in a while i would have you know just th- those little doubts and i talked to my pastor about it once and he said the fact that you're even asking the question shows that you obviously love God and are concerned about God. And only people who are saved can love God. So obviously you're saved. Oh, because um. <laughs> I asked someone, someone else and they told me that in reality, you, you don't really know. You're just assuming that you're one of the saved ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. so you're just worshiping just in case i guess uh, so it's like a fucked up version of pascal's wager like just in case like, kind of um is, so are, are, are the calvinists the ones that are like only one hundred forty-four thousand will be saved are, are those no them? that's Je- that's Je- um jehovah's witnesses Je- okay okay i always got them fucking mixed up because it's like it's like baskin robbins 32 fucking flavors of christianity or some <laughs> bullshit you know like they, they can't keep their own story straight so how am i supposed to you know exactly (laughs) and that's one thing that that irritates the hell out of me Mm. when Mm. i'm talking to christians on twitter is they have the audacity to tell me what i believe and what i think yes yes and i i will always ask them Mm. well do you believe in old earth or young earth do you believe that everyone is saved you know do you believe that everyone has the opportunity to be saved I, I don't presume to know their Christianity because I know there, you know, there's so many different varieties of Christianity right. that they have. But they seem to think that there's only one way to be an atheist, and all atheists believe the same thing. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that we, the only common thing is like we have, you know, no belief in a God, and that's it. Like there's no evidence mm-hmm. for a God, and that's it. Because there's like left leaning and right leaning atheists. There's like there's a whole fucking spectrum of atheists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like I like I truly wonder um, if Twitter um, Christians are like much worse than TikTok Christians because I well, well maybe because twi- well X whatever I don't give I don't give a fuck anymore but like I feel like Twitter will allow much more just hurtful shit now mm-hmm. like they allowed Nazis and you know that whole fun fun uh, fun people so. But have you received like any like death threats or like any like oh, violence yeah. towards you? Oh yeah, really? Okay. Yeah, most of it is you're going to go to hell. You're going to burn in hell. Yeah. The 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 worst ones are the ones. Well, hey, Granny, you're you're old. You're going to die soon, and you're going to see God, and He's going to send you to hell. Oh my oh, God! My God. <laughs> Christian love. Mm-hmm. That, that true Christian. Love. Although I have to admit, you know, some of the stuff that I see from atheists is just as bad. Um, oh really? I, okay. I was in a thread with a Christian today, trying to argue with him about um, whether or not God uh, initiated evil, and mm. there were two other people in the thread that were atheists that were just just saying horrible things to the Christian. And I thought, yeah, you're not going to get anywhere this way. Right. Right. Yeah. That's mm, another slippery slope. Right so, there. what is your approach when it comes to? you know encountering a excuse me believers that attack you or tell you they're gonna die it depends on how vehement they are if if they come on too strong or if they get too aggressive i'll just simply block them okay um if they're not too aggressive i will basically shame them you know Mm. why 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 are you why why are you threatening me you know do you do you usually go around threatening grandmothers what's wrong with you (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) i have found that using my age and my size (laughs) is about the best defense that i have it was i came on a situation recently where there was a man in a parking lot that was verbally abusing a young woman 
and it was at a very high-end restaurant in the parking lot. So, and there were a number of people that were all watching, but nobody was doing anything. Someone had called the police, mm-hmm. but this restaurant was kind of far out in the boonies, and it was uh, taking the police quite some time to get there. And I thought, this guy isn't going to hit me. I'm five foot one and 62 years old. There's yeah. no way he's going to touch me. Yeah. So yeah. I went up and confronted him, and nice. I said... You know, this is neither the time or the place. He says, you don't know anything about this. And I said, you're right. And I don't want to go take it someplace else. Right. Yeah. And he did. He backed off. And my brother came up. He was there, too. And he, he said something about me confronting him. And I said, I'm the only one that can because he's not going to touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oy. Damn. Badass. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> badass granny on the streets i love it <laughs> unfortunately a friend of his pulled up and picked up the two of them and she got in the car with oh, him and no. i'm, I'm afraid that she probably got a beating after that Pro- yep that sucks God. people and, suck yeah, humans suck i hate it i hate it here <laughs> i saw on your twitter that you're a retired attorney mm-hmm. oh shit that's awesome what type of law did you practice insurance oh okay mm. Yeah, I worked for an insurance company. In fact, I worked for a Christian insurance company. Oh, yeah. Primarily Ooh. insured churches. Yeah, because I was. Shut up. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Mm. Why do they get insured for? Like, against the, the, the same thing said anyone else. You know, um, property and liability. Oh, gotcha. um, uh, Definitely not fraud, right? No, no. Although I was on the liability side, and my boss was the one that handled all of the sex claims. Oh, gosh. Oh. Sure, he was really busy. Mm-hmm. Like, I handled gross. primarily the workers' compensation claims. Mm. The funniest claim I had was for a pastor who was playing golf at a conference, which was in the course and scope of his employment because this was a pastor's conference. Oh, got hit with a golf ball and lost a testicle. No. <laughs> and we had to calculate how much his testicle was worth. And how much? How much was it worth? How do I we... don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that much. He only lost one. He could still function. He could still function. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Can they got goals now. You can like. That sounds fine. horrible. <laughs> it's God's he, plan. It's God's plan. No, it's he fine. gave he gave part of his body to the Lord. He's right. He did. God, it's a sacrifice. It's fine. <laughs> God damn it! I fucking hate it. So, who who is your favorite uh, atheist to watch on, huh? on the tubes of you? Um, it's really a tie between Vice Drino and Polygia. Um, like yeah, both of them Rhino. really have good stuff. Polygia, I don't know how he gets the guests that he does. Um, I, I know that part of it is 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 the fame. I've been able to get Dr. Richard Carrier on a couple of times. I've paid nice. him. Okay, but um, I could not get Bart Ehrman even if I paid him. Um, really? Oh. Yeah. Well, actually, they said I could if I wanted to give him a thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. Yeah. An hour? Yeah. An hour? Holy mm-hmm. shit! I didn't know. Oh, I thought it was just like a flat, you know. Jesus fee. Christ! Because I, I know Rick. Yeah. Rick had him on. I think either once or no, twice. So... I don't think he charges the same thing to the people who have a large platform because they. they no, he he charged them. He, oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, because he, he had he, to raise he, money. He fundraised for, ah. uh, and, but Rick is like really big. Like he what three hundred something hundred thousand people on TikTok. You know, ah. so I mean he's he's up there. But still, whatever, like, Ricky. Oh, right, God, he can't even operate a flashlight on phasmophobia. God damn it, he can't game correctly. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, yeah. He, Captain he, Dad, he, we're talking about Captain Dad. Yeah, he's he's on TikTok. He's micro celebrity. But uh, <laughs> that's what he thinks he is. It's funny. You know, he's People not are... really a captain. <laughs> God damn it. He's not. Bart Ehrman, well, I mean, his social media team just joined TikTok as well. So it's mm-hmm. it's nice to see his videos on there. Um, mm-hmm. So because, you know, TikTok is that's the one good thing about it. It spreads the good word, <laughs> so to speak. 
Oh my god. Shut up. <laughs> but uh so um since it was so like late in the game for you as far as your atheism goes, like is there anything you are able to enjoy now that you couldn't as a Christian? That's a good question. Um yes. Mm. There is one thing that is huge that I can enjoy now that I could not as a Christian myself. Fuck yeah. Yay. There you go. There you go. I love that. That's as you should. Story. Yes. I've told this story a number of times that the first time I went to the grocery store um, after my deconversion and I looked at the cookies and I said, what do I want? Yes. And that, that was so weird because I'm so used to what does my husband want? What do my children mm, want? Right. And never thinking about what do I want and yeah. being able to admit that it's okay for me to want things yes. and to get things because I want them. Yes. Fuck yeah. I still have a hard time with that. If you went and looked at my clothes closet, mm -hmm. you'd go, you don't have any clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just enough to last me until it's time to do laundry again. And then That's literally again. me, though. <laughs> I like four shirts. And really? Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, but they're, they're all like black shirts. <laughs> I have two, maybe. I have a shit ton of Because you go out and socialize like a weirdo. I uh, I collect. <laughs> Band t-shirts. That's what I collect. Yeah. One thing I had to do when I became an atheist was I had to get new shirts. Because really? almost all of my shirts were Christian. Oh, no. They were all from church activities. No or way. they had Christian slogans. I was I gotta replace my shirts. <laughs> That's Hashtag a whole it's a whole, I guess, rebuilding, right? Yeah. Of your yeah. life, your personality. Mental. Uh, mental stage reframing reshifting yeah. yeah. literally your whole life yeah hmm. was there something that was very very difficult for you to deconstruct or that you had more struggles with after no, calling yourself I don't an atheist think so um my husband is still a believer oh okay, okay. all right and we are still married mm -hmm. we just don't talk about religion anymore Ah. Okay. That used to be the primary topic of conversation, and yeah. now we don't talk about. It. That is one thing it, I guess, is a little difficult. Is I have mm -hmm. a hard time finding things to talk about with him. Oh, yeah. I, I'm so so curious on that kind of dynamic. Like one is an atheist, or like leaning towards atheism, and one is the religious. So, like, just just topics of disagreement or, you know, fights or what, what can happen, you know, as, as a couple. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> How did he react when you call yourself an atheist and started doing a YouTube channel? He really didn't. Um, oh, okay. He's a very laid back person and he just oh. kind of whatever to what, one thing I have always found very odd about him is he has zero curiosity. Oh. If I buy him a card or a present, I can leave the bag sitting in plain sight, and I know he will never look wow. inside. Oh, no. <laughs> that is so interesting. Huh. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah. So what um, one last question for you. Uh, mm -hmm. What advice would you give someone who is newly deconstructing from their faith? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would say the most important thing is beware of what this is going to do to family dynamics. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I have always lived in a family that was about half believer and half atheist. So right. for me, the family dynamic was not that big a deal. I just moved from one side to the other. Mm -hmm. And so everyone in the family is always used to having family that was part one way, part the other way. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a family where everyone's a believer, it's going to be so much more difficult. Um, mm -hmm. So be careful of, of those family dynamics. You don't want to damage those relationships. Mm -hmm um over, over your deconstruction but you also need to be authentic to yourself too you know I mean, right you, you you don't hide who you are you don't 
deny who you are, but it, it's also okay to say, you know, this isn't all of who I am. So let's just not talk about that part and let's mm-hmm. enjoy our relationship other than that. Yeah. 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 I always, um, especially on TikTok, because it's like the, the Gen Zers that, you know, um, I always try to tell them that um, as long as you're in a safe space, uh, space, and, or a safe place too, um, to get away from whatever toxicity, you know, cause you know, there's a wide spectrum also on that. Um, as long as you're safe, like try to try your best to like, just leave the situation. It's especially from your, your mental health and, um, just all sorts of things can happen. So I, I try to steer them that way at least to try and help that. But, but yeah, that's, yeah, and That's I think this good. is a good time to give a shout out to our friends from Recovering yeah. from Religion. Yes. Mm-hmm. We love, love Recovering from Religion. They are amazing. Yes. They are a nonprofit organization and they have a hotline <laughs> that you can call 24 hours a day, 247 184. Oops, I can't even read. I, I told you. Stop. 184. <laughs> I doubt it. That is a phone number. Whatever it is on your keypad, I don't know the numbers, but <laughs> it is, I doubt it. And it is peer support for those who are doubting and are needing hope, healing, and support. Uh, they also have the Secular Therapy Project, which is a registry of secular therapists, counselors. They're yes. not associated with any religious organization. They're not going to make you pray. Yes. So... Hell yeah. Big shout okay. out to Dr. Daryl Ray. Dr. Ray. And Gail Jordan. And Gail. And her, and her goats. And her goats. Mm. <laughs> I want goats so badly. <laughs> you do? I do. They're so cute. I know. They're good at keeping your grass short, too. Really? Yeah. Yes. That's all that's they also eat. eat anything. Mm. Mm. I mean, so my dog eats everything, too. <laughs> <laughs> is she part goat? She is part goat. Oh. My dog is part goat. God damn it. <laughs> so where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Godless Granny. And you can find me on Twitter also as Godless Granny. Fantastic. I'm on Blue Sky as well. Oh, shit. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. What nice. is that? I don't know. Blue Sky is a little nicer than Twitter. Oh. I, I think eventually it will will take over. Right now, there aren't enough people on there to keep up really good threads, mm. and there's no DM rooms, um, so you can't have a private chat room. But mm. I, I think it's going to catch up eventually, yeah. slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. We have threads, but yeah. that, we never post there anymore. I mean, we have Instagram. I forgot. Also. Yeah, we forgot to. I forgot it existed. I don't like having too many platforms. Then I can't keep up. I just, I get bored mm-hmm. and I forget. Memory of a goldfish. It's fine. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, right. and everybody, you need to go register to vote. Yes. Go yes. vote. Go to vote.org. That is the website. Vote.org. Mm-hmm. Vote these idiots out, please. I will put the link in the description because we believe that voting is a very important thing. Yes. Did you know that in the state where I live in Alabama, mm. atheists got the right to vote last year? Shut the fuck up. What? What? In Alabama, when you register to vote, you get a card, and on the card, you have to sign a statement that says i swear that all of the information that i have given is true and correct so help me god Mm. and if you crossed off the words so help me god your voter registration was tossed in the trash and you what um how is that legal well because no one had challenged it for a long time so Mm. when the um um Freedom from Religion Foundation filed suit against them. Yes. They they knew that they could not win that one. So they immediately backed down and said, it's okay to cross that off. Holy shit. Wow. 
What? So yes, as of 2022, I atheists cannot believe this. In Alabama. <laughs> I didn't know this. I didn't know that either. Oh, fucking! I hate to see. Say I it. became a citizen not too long ago. Like, was it last year? Last year, last year I think so. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, part of the oath says, "So help me God." Uh, I told the officer, "I don't believe that." So you cross it out. And you're like, "Oh, okay." They're very easy on that. So, oh, but that's I, cool. Yeah, but when the oath came, everybody's like doing the fucking oath. I just didn't say the part out loud because I could, and you know. I have the same valid. problem in court because oh. I'm I'm still a CASA volunteer. Oh, nice. And so I represent juveniles in court. Now I'm okay. not their attorney. Yeah. I'm I'm just an investigator and right. Uh, but I will frequently testify in court about what I've observed with these kids. Yeah. And I, I've I've told the head of the Kaja, I I'm not going to swear. So help me God, because to me that undermines the oath. I mean, you mm. might as well ask me to swear. So help me, Easter Bunny. Yeah, right, nice. oh, right. I mean, that might be a better option, honestly. Well, you get <laughs> eggs. Point. You get eggs. You get, you get chocolate <laughs> eggs. God damn it! You know, so I, I want to start swearing on was, the Easter Bunny from now on. Fuck yeah! Yeah, her advice to me was when they administer the oath, as soon as they say, "Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth?" Just say I do and don't let them finish. <laughs> Just cut them off. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. I like that. <laughs> oh my goodness. We, see, we yeah. learned stuff today. I love that. <laughs> Fucking Alabama. Fucking Alabama. <laughs> how, how is it over there uh, in yeah. terms of atheism? And... Atheism is a dirty word here. Mm. Uh-huh. Democrat is a dirty word here. Uh-huh. Now, I told you my husband was still a believer, but he's a very liberal believer. Okay. And he his politics are as liberal as mine are. Okay. And so he and I both don't fit in here. Uh-huh. Um, we don't really have a social life. And we, same. We don't really have an interest in getting one because most of the people here are pretty bad. Are trash. You can say yes. it. They are trash. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. So Ugh. I have my yeah. community here on YouTube, and this is where I this is where I get my socialization. Love it. Yes, we are a great group of people, minus Beth. <laughs> okay, so Mel has Beth to go early. She has to go. She has to go make dinner now. Uh, <laughs> you have to leave us, unfortunately. So I will read everything else from now on. Uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Ass. Anyway. Anywho, we wanted to remind our <laughs> listeners and our viewers that we have a merch store. If you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm blinking with the other eye, though. <laughs> There's some, some some juicy stuff. Some uh, juice. <laughs> uh, please, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, smash that like button, and hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our new episodes. The episodes are available also, as audio only, if that's what you prefer, I guess. I guess. But the fun is here in the tubes of you. So, right. if you only listen to us, still come to the YouTube, give us a follow, subscribe, just for the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're wondering Damn. where do I listen to it as audio, you can go to tiny.cc/burningeden. That's it. There's no. Well, there's nothing tiny there. Tiny.cc/burningeden. That's <laughs> the website and it'll take you to all of the platforms including apple podcast and spotify mm. yes give us that rating five stars no less no or less else. than five stars please or else uh follow us on twitter at beth and mel 666 i saw you reply to some people uh mine is at maltree fitty and his is at beth and metal 666 and again, if you would like to support us, you go to patreon.com slash burning in 666. We want to give a big shout out. Jesus Christ, I'm tired. <laughs> uh, to our friends, uh, Ron, Atheist Chico, Lynn, Robin, Evelyn, Will, and Love you, Will. the amazing Lisette, who I got to hang out with in Canada, Canada. in Alberta. I went to Canada and met up with Lisette. You should be jealous as fuck. 
very much so. Just by the pictures only. You know, it's fine. We can also can't forget our OGs on Anchor, Robin M, William N, and Kit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I used to have that sound. But yeah. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for sharing your story with us. Hopefully you. you don't fully regret it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait. It starts hitting you at night. You right, know? right. <laughs> You're like eating your pasta like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I got to respect myself more. I know, right? <laughs> I could say no. <laughs> and thank you for coming to the shit show. Yes. Because that yes. is what the Lord wants. It is. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs>